Okay, I messed up. When I recorded the last session, I only recorded the videos and my audio and nobody else's audio, so it would have been quite boring to listen to uh, Stroke Watch. Uh, in future, I'll make sure that I do a little mic check beforehand to make sure I've set everything else up. But for this session, all I can really do is look at the entry on Obsidian Portal and read that out to you as a kind of summary. And we play again on July the 28th, 2019. So I will edit that session and release that as close to that. Normally on a Friday, midday my time, which is a Greenwich Mean Time. Okay, so I'll just summarise this for you. And again, apologies for messing up. The party bid farewell to Baldor and his son and spend a pleasant evening in Rowanhold, resting their aching bones and discussing priorities. Confirmed rumours of an inn, Hathus learned about way back in Dale, less than a day to the south, and en route to Beorn's house, makes the decision an easy one. The Easterly Inn is a homely tavern recently constructed above a hobbit's smile, smeal, smile, run by Dodonus Brandybuck, a.k.a. Dodie, and his wife Agatha, ably supported by a veteran called Freer, Friar, I think it's Freer. The steady stream of sausage rolls Agatha produces from the kitchen are absolutely wonderful and likely to cement the inn's reputation far and wide. Monin strikes up a mutually insular conversation with a group of lazy dwarfs who have travelled from the west of the Misty Mountains, and Amalfrida joins a table of beyawning shepherds for a mug of mead. Hathas and Sigmar sit contentedly near the fire listening to a long, meandering tale from Dodie, enjoying a bowl of shire pipeweed with the innkeeper. Dodie's mangy old dog strikes up an affinity with Hewan and almost seems to speak with Hathas's loyal mutt, but Sigmar dismisses the observation as the beer affecting his perception. Dodie behaves strangely gregariously to the group for people he doesn't know, and by the end of the evening the reason is revealed. His brother Dinadus, aka Dindy, the inn's brewer, travelled back to the Shire in the spring to gather supplies for the inn from a certain Bilbo Baggins, a major investor in the venture, and is now some six weeks late in returning. Sigmar listens attentively to Dodie's anxious tale and the mention of reward in silver piques his interest. An hour later, the Fellowship is in agreement. Since they plan to head south to Beorn's Hall, they will search for signs of Dindy on their journey and then continue west over the old ford to the foothills of the Misty Mountains. Relieved, Dodie hands over a small pouch containing the promised silver, although not without a cool stare from Agatha and a warning from Freer not to take advantage of Dodie's generosity. In the morning, the group make good time from the gently rolling lands of the East Middle Vales on the way to Bjorn's Hall. The journey is largely uneventful, except for an encounter Amalfrida has while stalking a deer. She spots a massive eagle circling high overhead and narrowly misses the magnificent creature as she lets her spear fly. The venison is a welcome supplement to the dried rations, but Amalfrida can't shake off the feeling that the horse-sized bird judged her harshly for stealing its prey and recklessly risking her spear throw. Bjorn is not home when the party reaches Hall, but they leave Bard's missive with Tina, a middle-aged cook. Hatha scribbles a message for Bjorn and they rest briefly before continuing southward. Before they leave, the Fellowship hear rumours of a white council forming, although the trader who relayed this news does not know where it is located or who it comprises. At the Old Ford, the Bjorning ferrymen advise that hobbit travellers are as rare as sharks in the Anduin, but vaguely recall a hobbit family and a delegation travelling to Dale for the festival. They have not seen a single hobbit travelling east in the last two months, however. When pressed, one did recall seeing someone matching Dindy's description heading west many months back, so at least the party confirmed that Dindy made it to the ford and on his outward journey. The east road from the Old Forest is still a marvel of dwarven engineering prowess, and the Fellowship make excellent time travelling towards the mountains. 
The looming presence of the tall peaks provides a nagging reminder of how vulnerable a nervous hobbit brewer could be. As the fellowship near the foothills of the mountains, they camp in the ruins of an old mannish town, having discovered signs that it is occasionally used by caravans moving along the east road. During the night, however, Monin dozes off and upon wakening notices that Hathas is missing. Feeling embarrassed and assuming Hathas is answering the call of nature, he ambles around the ruins of the small tower they are camping in. As he nears completion of his circuit, he is surprised by a shadow in the night, a sinister chill and a foul reek accompanying a barbed spear thrust from the shadows. Monin raises a hue and cry and Sigmar and Amalfrida scrabble for their weapons as Monin's frantic shouts drift over the watchful ruins. Monin and Sigmar land some blows that would fell a normal man, but the desiccated skeletal soldier seems to suffer only minimal damage from them. Amalfrida rushes to attack, but the Night White reaches out a clawed hand to her and sends terror into her heart, and she turns and flees the evil creature. Hewan and Slack bolt into the night to escape the pervasive wrongness, and the party are in dire straits. The Fellowship's fortunes seem grin, but fortunately Sigmar notices that the White is avoiding the light from the meagre fire and sprints to grab a flaming brand, waving it with a cry as he runs back to help Monin. The flaming brand and Monin's determined hammer swings finally drive the White away and, despite following it to a deep pool bordered by marshy banks, they can do nothing but watch as its head and shoulders disappear under the water. Soon the only signs the White had nearly ended them all are wisps of mist that slowly drift across the still waters. Amalfrida gets her fear under control and joins the others in the hunt for Hathas. She spots his deathly pale face in the cloying mud of the marshland, and soon they dig him out, then begin warming him by the fire. He eventually comes round and fortunately has no recollection of his ordeal. The rest of the Fellowship look nervously at each other as they revisit the memories of the night. They bank up the campfire with wood to create a roaring bonfire which is fueled well until dawn. In the morning, the Fellowship decide to search for signs of the strange bog soldier, the company find the ancient remains of a warrior buried in the bog. Little remains, save bones and rags, but there are a few gemstones in what must have been a fine neck tort. The gemstones in the tort must be worth a hundred silver pieces. Fearful for the poor hobbit, they resolve to climb into the foothills for another day or two before turning back to the Easterly Inn. And that's where that session ended. Sorry about that again. We'll have everything back to normal for the next one. Happy adventuring. Bye-bye.